It feels weird. Need, my notes. need your notes. Need your booty in the seat right now. And I need Dalton to turn the AC off in here. It's I like the. Uh, he said, you know what? It's November something. What is it? 15th? 14th? 15th? 16th? 16th? It should be colder. And I agree, it should. But it doesn't mean that we have to suffer Ooh, for I see it. an empty couch. And you should see a Seth sitting coming very soon. Did you turn that on? Mm hmm. It's on. I don't know if you can hear me. Testing from over here. Testing from right here. Hi, everyone. Welcome. If you can hear us really oh, well. Oh, it's good. It's working good. It is working good? Ooh, Steve can hear us. That's fantastic. Yeah. There's also on the other you can side tell, of definitely the... definitely tell the difference. Well, that's good. I'm... Who's on? Do you have anybody on yet? Oh, my goodness. I do have somebody on. Two people. Three people. All right. Hey. So welcome. Right. We're, we're, um, we're having to use... So... And because our internet and the Google apparently is not working, but thankfully Facebook is. <laughs> and so, what happened? You saw me leave. I saw it jump. Oh, uh, we're having to use a, a phone because our Wi-Fi is spotty at best. Yes, um, not but, very bueno. But it, but like Dalton just said, he thought it might be Google, not the, not life, not like us specifically. Okay. Oh, that does sound good. I know. It's not bad. I remember the old days. For our mic that's just sitting in here. I don't even, I, like, we, I don't remember using this th that much, but it, we should have. It sounds good. Swipe left to reveal comments, and there's Miss Alice. Alice. Alice, what's going on? Carrie Ann Johnson, good morning. Hello. I love it when y'all sign in. I do, too. It's so nice when you're like, hey, what's up, everybody? Because we'll have, um, like, sometimes seven or eight. People watching and only three that like to check in. Some people call like that to, stalking. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. It's cool. Lurking, it. lurking. That's a way better thing than stalking. <laughs> lurking is creepy, but not uh, not in an internet. Guy sense. Miller, thank hello, you guy. for I, saying I, I hello. Promise I'm going to get with you this week, guy. Uh, it's just well, it's like every week. It's just a little wild. Um, this is live at lunch. For those of you that are jumping on, wondering what's going on, why we're sitting on a couch. Uh, it's live at lunch. It's time for us to do our weekly uh, or around the phone and video cameras and talk about some cool stuff that we've Correct. Been, we've been studying on. This week we are talking about um, we're talking about the next generation, reaching the next generation. We have been for the last three weeks, and we have one more week after this, and then we'll start a little fun Christmas. You okay with that, Steve? I I think so. A little Christmas time. I think um, I'm study. Excited think it's about time that. For that. It'll be right before Thanksgiving. I'm trying to decide what to do next week. Next week's going to be a little strange. Are you going to be in town next week or are you out of town next week? I'm out of town next week. Yeah, I'm so going camping Dalton. with my boys. So is Dalton. Up so in the Arkansas Ozarks. If I can find a co-host, because I don't I do bet you well. Daniel. Just, I'll try to get Daniel. Everybody likes him. He's a good guy and very smart and theologically sound. <laughs> um, but we meet every week, 12, 10, on Tuesdays and... I feel awkward right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. Usually I'm messing with a mic. I know. We usually I, have like, a I have table. Things and I'm just like, I'm out there is, right now. I don't know is, how to keep my legs. It is very and, awkward. So I, we need some comforting in the comments. Tell us what to, <laughs> tell us either that or you're like, you guys look great. Or either say, hey, uh, you need to do this. <laughs> so that's fine too. We take critiques all the time also. Uh, we are doing a study that is about reaching the next generation. It's, it is designed and it was made 
back in COVID, but it was designed for like ministry um, leaders. But we're adapting it to just talk about some of the things that are going on in the younger generation. Everybody's interested in reaching the younger generation, but they don't really know the younger generation. So we gotta, we're trying to help them to understand that. And one of the things that I love the way that sounds, it sounds really good. I know. That's uh, a good mic. One of the things that it looks like it's leaning. It's okay. It's, it's, it's because I'm bigger. You are. You're bringing depth. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing I don't like about this so much. It makes me look smaller, but when you compare my head size, it's the same. My head is so much bigger than yours, but not. Anyway. All right. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, I was going to chime in here. Please do. Not, not just... Um, the next generation, ministry to the next generation, but specifically mental health yeah. issues, uh, and which is, uh, it was a great topic. You know, at first I was like, now, but we're dealing, going here? we are literally dealing with that. Our student ministry team is dealing with that, not necessarily, well, they're with a young, with a young adult. Yeah. And well, as it, we, almost as we speak. And I think our student ministry team would tell you that they, they deal with that on an ongoing basis. And I, we'll get into the what my thoughts are and what you think, uh, what your thoughts are, and then how um, how do we better deal with that? And scripturally, what does it say about that as we get going? But mental health and mental issues are very um, they're, they're they're things we hear about a lot lately. Yeah, and much more. And I think one of the things that I've always heard with with people my age, people older they're sympathetic is probably not the right word. They're not sympathetic. They're not empathetic. No. They are like, hey, get it together. Yeah, pull yourself pull up yourself by the bootstraps. Yeah. Nobody ever sent me to a counselor when I was, and I turned out just fine. <laughs> That's right. Right? Those are the things. Suck that, it up, buttercup. Yeah, those are the things that we hear all the time, <laughs> and the reality is that's not right. That's not okay. And And I think that... Guy says, I've, I've found this study can apply to any generation. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Thank you, Guy. Yeah, it has been, and it's true. We, yeah. Go ahead. It, I, I was just, just going to echo what you were saying. You know, my generation, we just didn't talk about that stuff. You didn't talk about that exactly. you were going to counseling. It has become more acceptable, I think, in the last 10, 20 years, maybe. You know, it doesn't feel like a stigma to say... Mm -hmm. I went to counseling or I went to see my therapist or whatever. And man, we just, we just need help with things that we don't have the tools to help ourselves with. So let me ask you this question. Um, do you think that mental illness is more prevalent today or that it's just talked about more today? Like, do you think that there were plenty of people that were in depression and anxiety? Because and, those are like the top two things yeah. that have really jumped up. I, I want to say it's not different, but I think the data would tell us that it is incredibly more pre prevalent, especially in our, in our schools. I think teachers would say we're seeing more and more mental health issues. Mm -hmm. My wife, Anxiety. as a principal, yes. would say that even on an elementary level. That's the sad thing. Now, so if that's the case, then then what? Why? Why? 
what is the why, right? I have a couple theories, right? You want to hear my first one? Or you I would love to hear your theory because I so I don't I know that, that I can speak intelligently. I about think it. social media is a huge oh. component to these mental illnesses. Absolutely. As humans, we weren't designed to be in front of hundreds and thousands of people no. who would speak into our lives as an as an intimate <laughs> part of our circle, yeah. like social media does. And I think that. If there is an increase in anxiety that's not just based on the fact that we didn't measure it before, mm-hmm. right, which is obviously possible, but I think one of the things that, that school teachers, that principals, that student ministries, that kids ministry, everywhere, every people, parents are seeing more and more is because kids, especially students, feel this pressure to be a certain way and to produce a certain biography yes. that is not it's unrealistic exactly it's unrealistic we can't be those things carrie agrees with us social media definitely plays a huge part i mean thank you yeah yeah kids are way too dependent on it for their self-image for their um where they get their what's the word i'm looking for value yeah where they get their value and self-confidence and yeah. I think that guys guys point we care too much <clears throat> what other people think, which has been a problem for me all, all my life. I didn't That's what I, I didn't need say. social media. No. Because I've always been somewhat of a people pleaser, not and somewhat. I, that I'm is something that's built into most of us. Yeah. And so you didn't have social media, so right. your sphere of influence and the people that you were impressing yeah. was like 10, yeah. 15, exactly. 20. Exactly. Right? And that's the way that we're designed. We're designed to have that and yet still there would be anxiety for not performing. Based on people you knew. Yeah. Now you're talking about people that don't necessarily know you, that follow you. That's a whole other level. Yeah. yeah. And why? I mean, I had a problem with caring about what people thought that I didn't even know them. You mm-hmm. know, if I really did, wasn't even friends with them, but I wanted them to see me in a good light and I cared about what they thought. And I know that's, I shouldn't. Yeah. But now, you don't even see the people necessarily. You don't even, you just know it's a name on social media. And because they said something negative about you, you know, now you take that inwardly and, yeah. and, and it, and let it mess with you and let it have free rent in your head. And we, we focus typically on students who are social media, but the reality is, no matter your age out there, if you're on social media, you deal with it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I want to believe that I'm old enough to care less mm-hmm. and not get involved in the drama mm-hmm. of social media. I have mm-hmm. before, and these days I'm just like, it's not worth it for yeah. my mental health. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you realize those things that it does bother you. Now, the difference with students and the reason that we focus on the younger generation is their brains aren't as as put no. together as yours yet. They're, I like to say that students' brains that. are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> right? There's, there's Dumpster fire. literally <laughs> synapses that are dying all the time because that's just what happens as your brain gets... To where it wants to be and needs to be, synapses that are not useful are dying off, and then your brain is essentially coming together right. to form who you're going to be. And as a teenager, you're constantly 
on fire. Yeah. Your things are happening all the time. You're thinking that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I have to be this way. This person is looking at me and they're thinking about me and, and well, then all you throw in hormones in there and the whole thing <laughs> just gets rough. Dumpster fire. Yes. And listen, adults aren't that far away from that, but they have, they, a well-adjusted adult. Yeah. Let's qualify that. Can take those things and and mm-hmm. put them like you said yeah. in order and go man that really doesn't matter yeah. but you still have to be intentional about going yeah. that doesn't matter yeah your identity is what i was that's the word i was looking for a while ago identity. If, if your identity is is placed in social media and other people who you don't know and really you don't care about mm-hmm. but you care about what they think about you absolutely um if that's where your identity is, then that can cause, I think, you know, more sets, mental, yeah, more mental issues. Yeah. And, uh, and, and here's the thing. I think what we wanted to, based on who our typical group is, what we need to first and foremost understand is that mental illnesses are not something to just be pushed off. No, absolutely it is not. a, it is a real, uh, ailment. Is that the right thing? Is it? The, yeah. It's a real thing that, that is affecting lots and lots of people of all ages that for many, many years and decades and generations was just pushed off as, Hey, you're just sad right now. Yeah. Or you're, you know, Hey, don't worry so much. Yeah. And there are, there are scriptural Pick things. Yourselves up. Yeah. There are, there are scriptural things to, to get past those things to help you to understand what true joy is. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, Jesus right. himself said, don't do not worry about today for, you know, tomorrow, all that stuff. Sometimes we don't grasp the truth in in how good a God we serve, right? And what kind of real joy is, and, and Hesed living, and all those things. But so I would submit the reason for that is because we don't know it as well, we right? Don't know and the scriptures as well. We're not as intimate with God as we think we are, and that's where the outside influences start to really weigh mm-hmm. on us. Yeah, I, you know, and. Uh, he he even said in the video that that we need to be more aware about mental health issues. We we need to continue to educate ourselves because if you are unaware, he said we endanger people. Which I I was like, wow, yeah, I haven't thought about it that way. You know? <clears throat> I would say the older generation that was coming up, even in my generation, there was more endangerment in that respect. Because it was just a, hey, get over it kind yeah. of a mentality. Yeah. Or make fun of it or almost compounding the situation. Right. And that's, you know, anybody who's been through any bouts of anxiety or depression will tell you that if they came through it, it was so real, it it was unexplainable, yeah. really. It can be debilitating. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and, you know, to, to further, you know, push that. What, what you were talking about, we were so unaware that when someone self-harmed mm-hmm. or went so far as to commit suicide, we were always like, what? I didn't even know. What, why? I didn't know they were suffering. I didn't know. And I think we need to educate ourselves on what some of the signs are mm-hmm. uh, when people you know, begin to say certain things. Um, and you know, just having our radar up and picking up on and checking in on people. And listen, just because we're more understanding of what it is and educated as to the signs of mental illness these days, 
it's still really hard to recognize that in the day-to-day thing. If you're yeah. not, if like you said, you don't have your antennas up listening for those key words. Yeah. Because you can brush it off as, oh, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. And then just keep walking. Right. And then exactly. you look back and you go, oh, man, the signs were there. Yeah. And so it is important to educate ourselves of what those signs look like so that we can be more sensitive. Not overly, right. you know, as a parent, you have to be careful. There are seasons of things. And so you need to watch for that. But we have to be sensitive to the the common themes and elements that are said yeah. so that we can better address them in a safe and healthy manner. Yeah. I remember a story um, when I was, uh, Holly and I might have still been newlyweds. We were living in an apartment complex in northwest part of Houston. And I remember coming home one night from church, I'm sure, from ministry, from doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And I remember parking my car, and as I had parked my car, I saw a guy that looked like he was just walking the parking lot. He didn't Mm -hmm. look like he was going anywhere in particular. He was just outside walking in the parking lot. And I got out of my car, and I kind of made eye contact with him, but kept going toward my apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I just, as I always do, I was like, how you doing? And expecting to hear, good, how are you? Yeah, fine. Which is what everybody yep. mostly says. He said, oh, not so good. And I literally turned and continued <laughs> walking toward my apartment. Wow. All the while... The Holy Spirit saying, "Hey, hey there. That's a that's you, called an open door." Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> that's and good, just, man. And I just kept walking, and I just thought, "What was that guy going through?" Many times I have thought that was just such an opportunity to stop and say, "What's going on, man?" Yeah, absolutely. And it, those those are the things that when you have your 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 eyes open, your ears open for those opportunities, God does open the door. Yeah, for the truth to be spoken. That. You know, it may not lead straight to a faith decision where they're on their knees going, I accept Jesus, that's exactly what I need. (laughs) But it might. But it definitely is something for that person may have just been like, man, I honestly don't feel like anybody's listening to me. I don't feel like uh, I matter right now. I don't feel like uh, the world, you know, is kind or, you know, I don't know, I'm just sad right now. Those are the things that you can lean into and go, oh, man, hey, tell me more about that. Because that and that's what they need. They also don't need you to fix them. Right. They don't need you to go, you know what you need to do? Ice cream. <laughs> well, but, I mean, that actually isn't a bad solution <laughs> as far as, like, because I want to go listen. Let's go. I'll buy you a thing of ice cream. Let's sit down and talk about that. Oh, or man. a cup of coffee. Those are good. But what they don't need is for you to start so psychoanalyzing them. Absolutely. Like you're, like you're some psychoanalyst. Yeah. People just people need to tell their story yes. a lot of times. Yes. They just need to hear themselves saying it. Sometimes they will talk themselves into a better place. I all the time can do that. And I'm the worst, you know, when Holly wants to needs to vent mm-hmm. or whatever and I think husbands as husbands we're, we're in fix it mode. Yeah, we're fixers. And <clears throat> I remember Holly was really distressed one night and when she gets distressed and begins to cry Man, I just want to. I just want to fix it. I just want to fix it. And she hand. finally just told me, "Just let me talk." Yeah. 
she knew mm-hmm. that she just needed to talk it through. Mm-hmm. And once I settled down and just began trying to be a good listener, it changed everything. Uh, it did. It changed really everything. But I, you know, we just we do. We we're like, uh, tell me what to do. Give me a hammer and a nail. Yeah. You know, I know how to. I know I want to do that. And not always good listeners, but you know the. I think that leads to a good point that they they made in the video about how the younger generation that we're talking about, they are in tune with those things, mm-hmm. and they are looking, uh, they they are looking for strategies to help yeah. them thrive, and to help them understand the challenges that they face, and so we need to plug into that. Absolutely. We need to. Be sensitive to yes, that. Yes, we and need to, to be sensitive. Have to that. opportunities for them to, to engage in that area of ministry to other people. Right, right. As that's the thing that they were talking about is that we need to have places. We need to be sensitive to it, and then also have experiences and, and opportunities for them to engage right. in that. Uh, which I think you have written down some of the things that we can do that we. Yeah, do have I was available. just thinking. Yeah, I, you know, when I was watching the video, I was like. Let's talk about what our church is doing. Right. Um, obviously, most of what we've been talking about is on an individual level of what we can do mm-hmm. in our homes, in our workspace, in our third place. Is that what they call it? Yep, third place. You know, where you like to hang out, whatever. Um, Some people you know, how, how you home. can have your radar up mm-hmm. in those situations. But what are we doing here at Magnolia's First? And the the primary one that obviously we want to talk about is our counseling ministry. Yeah. And so on a personal level, if you need that, we have it available. We have our life touch counseling ministry. That is the church takes care of. If you're in a place that's more than just, you've talked to people, you've sat down with some friends or your spouse, your loved one, and, and you, you're still feeling it and you don't, you need to get professional help. Yeah. That's a, that's a real thing that you shouldn't push off for long. I I think it's important to point out that our friends, our spouses, our brother, sister, whoever it is that we like to go to, as much as they are a wonderful place to go and unload and vent, they probably don't have the tools necessary to help you get beyond they're whatever you're people, struggling but they're with. not Absolutely. psychiatrists or psychologists yeah, and or licensed counselors that can help you take that next step yeah and we need people who have those kind of tools to help us you know uh, i've been on more than one occasion just because i was in a place where i could not get past mm-hmm. whatever it was and i needed someone with professional tools you know, to help me. Yeah. And, uh, man, it can make all the difference, you know, in your outlook in your general attitude and uh, emotional well-being. Um, and it truly will help you to get to that next yeah. page in your life that in the moment of the mental illness, you don't feel like you can ever get to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's definitely we would encourage that first and foremost. So we have that available here. There's lots of counselors all over the place, but uh, we want to let you know if you're someone that is listening or has is watching and you you don't think you can afford something like that, we take care of all of that. It's a uh, it's if, a love offering basis. Whatever you can 
afford to pay. Yeah. yeah, or is led to give, yeah. or not at all. Right. Exactly. Sometimes they hand you an envelope, you hand it right back. And that's that's um, just a phone call to the church office. That's right. Two eight one three five six eight five four three. Or you can go to mbc. .org. I will put it in the comments. <clears throat> okay, so the second thing is, let's say that you're not the one suffering, but you have a heart for those people that are that are either on the edge of, of some type of mental illness or anxiety or something like that. We have lots of different ways that you can engage with people that tend to fall into those things. And, and one of the things that I was thinking of was we have like a, a homebound ministry. If you're someone that loves to be on the phone, loves to call people, talk to them, we have a lot of people in our church, in our congregation, in our community that don't get a lot of phone calls and don't have a lot of conversations with people. And those people would love a conversation, mm. a phone call. And so we've started different ministries that Pastor Larry heads up uh, that sets up a contact schedule where yeah. they give them a call. Maybe they'll go visit, but, but mostly it's just a phone call or a letter or something like that to, to offer an ear. And that can help someone who's dealing with some of these things to realize, one, they matter, right. that people know they exist. And, you know, just gives them an opportunity to talk about certain things. Right. Because if you sit around and watch TV all day long and watch the news and things like that, I mean, all of a sudden your anxiety goes through the roof. And if you don't have a chance to talk it out with some people and laugh a little bit, yeah, you could find yourself in a bad way real quick. Yes, definitely. We, um, have, we have a widow's ministry that you we'd love to, you know, help you to connect with some of those. But just different people that are in yeah. situations that don't have a chance for normal interaction. Those are your highest. Yeah. Community uh, community groups that you know are are studying the Bible in different mm-hmm. in different areas. Yeah, well, during the week, like we ladies group that meets on Tuesdays, right? And we're yeah, we have we have man, we have men's groups, women's groups, ladies yeah. groups, classes. But what we also are, are doing is saying, listen, are you part of a group? Because if you're not part of a group, grab a couple of your friends and let's start a group. Yeah. If you need some resources, we can help you out, and we want to uh, just. Just jump in there. If you're like, man, I don't have any friends, then let us know and we'll figure it out. We'll we'll help you, point you in the way of, of joining a group. Uh, I just started a Sunday night group in my house. Did you really? With a little community in our neighborhood. It's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and you know what I did? I just, We just texted some people and said, hey, we want to start a group. You want to meet together? We'll talk about this and we'll have some food and we'll hang out. And we'll get to know each other better and we'll, you know, strengthen our community. Then I laid down some of the expectations and everybody was like, yeah, that's what we need. And boom, you got a group. This doesn't have to be anything fancy. We don't have to ordain somebody to start a group. That's awesome. We can train you. We can help you. Uh, all you have to do is express your interest, and we're, we're, we want to do that for you. Uh, because that, the smaller community, mm-hmm. is what will help combat mental illness. Yeah. And we'll come alongside in case you are on that road of mental illness to help you to work through anything yeah. that you've got going on. Well, I think, you know, they mentioned that in the, in the video also, just the isolation of the pandemic has caused, has, has brought people into, uh, uh, you know, mental health issue. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. They're watching the news just constantly. Yeah. They get you. Just, but by yourself, being by yourself. Yeah. Is no, that's a, that's a quick recipe for depression, anxiety, and other mental illnesses because right. that's, <clears throat> that's not the way we were designed. We just weren't designed for, no. to be alone. All the time, no, nope. constantly. It is. I think. I think that's. I think the Lord even said that in Genesis three, one, two, three, it's somewhere. It's for man. To it's be not alone. good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. It's not good for a woman to be alone. I guarantee you, Adam was starting to talk to the deer. <laughs> right? He was. He was. 
He's looking at bears going, man, what's going on with that tree? Was, I bet I can race you up that tree. That's right. And that's probably where God was like, man, it's not good for that dude to be by himself. He's, doing he's crazy. starting to talk he's to doing, the animals. He's doing crazy stuff. Uh, all right, we got to get somebody out there for him. All right. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened. Oh, man. God's like, you know what? I know it better. Than, there we go. I, I remember hearing a comedian talk about uh, when Adam, Adam was naming the animals. You know, he started off really good. Mm -hmm. Giraffe, hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. You know, platypus, yeah, all these things. Then, then all of a sudden, he just started naming them whatever they did: grasshopper, grasshopper. fly, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fly, fly. That's where God. That's where God was like, we need to get him somebody yeah. else. We got, we got to stimulate quick. some other way. He's getting. He's he's going downhill real quick. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Oh man. Oh yeah. So anyway, well, listen. If we can ever be of service to you, if we can ever help you, reach out to us. Uh, our emails are simple, seth at m1bc.org, steve at m1bc.org. You can drop a comment. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can call the church office. Go to our website, m1bc.org. There's a contact form on almost every page. So if you just are in a bad way, scroll to the bottom of the first page, mm. hit that contact, and somebody will be in touch with you very soon. Uh, we don't want you to feel like you're the only one out there or that uh, – no one cares about you. We we want you to know that we care about you, and we desperately want to uh, engage with you and connect with you, uh, however that looks. Yeah, whatever you might need. That's so. What we that's what we live to do. That's what we, we want exist, to do to engage every generation. <laughs> yes. to become Christ followers. Yes. and Christ, that means that doesn't mean just making a decision for Christ. That means walking daily. As Christ walked and and becoming that Christ following disciple that's what we're looking for that's what we want you to do uh, and that's what we're trying to do every day and what we hope to encourage others to do so right. if we can ever be of anything to you please reach out to us we're we, we're here for you um, you got anything else I don't think so I, I think, think this worked out pretty good it's a really good discussion and much needed I mean that was you know the thing at the beginning is that uh, it's a it's a challenge this the discussing the mental health issues is is a challenge for the church and we have to rise to that challenge we can't we can't hide from it we can't run from it go along as if everything's hunky-dory yep. and everybody's okay um and so i mean we're here we're here for it we we want to be better about it yeah um so any good anything in the that you could suggest for us in the comments. Yeah. If you have some resources, let us know. Yeah. Uh, and if they're terrible, we'll delete them. <laughs> Just kidding. That's, we, I, we probably won't. <laughs> All right. Hey, you listen, you guys, thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a great week. If you need us, reach out to us. Uh, I'm going to awkwardly get up and in the video. Steve's going to keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us today. We always love having you guys uh, join us, whether it's live like right now or if you're watching us a little later. Um, we love that, and we want to pray for you. So message us, uh, put it in the comments, send the email, as Seth was saying earlier. Uh, uh, we would love to pray with you, pray for you, help you however we can. So.